0: you know what i'm gonna start wife. some shit i'm gonna start Why? some shit for the that? fellas out there this is just women in general Mm-mm.
1: here we go <laughs> here we fucking go let me get comfy for this i love
0: this they both took they sit nah, same time put the awesome. come I down at the same shit. time i'm
1: comfy i was ready for you to sit down well, yeah, well, all right anyway here. hold on let me do my intro Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of The Least Favorite. I am Natalie with my co host.
0: I have to introduce myself, yes. Anthony.
1: Yes, and today we are joined by Anthony's close friend, Jasmine. Let me give you a round of applause. Wow.
0: No full name.
1: No full name. I don't know your last name. Did you watch your full name? No. Nope. Oh, okay. Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, you supposed to do full names? You never do that. <laughs> no. I was like, so I did. All right. <clears throat> so starting on a heavy, note, unfortunately. <laughs> but um, I did want to say rest in peace to Takeoff, who died. When was it? Today is Wednesday. He died yesterday, Tuesday. Um, <sighs> so that was heavy for me because I love the Migos and I love Takeoff. I thought he was one of the best ones out of that group, lyrically. And um, it just brought some things. Like, some things were being posted online. And I saw something and I wanted to know what you guys thought of this. So, like, somebody had posted... Maybe this is karma. And I don't know if she meant it in a fucked up way, but she was like, if you put that energy in your lyrics, right, you're talking about killing, you're talking about violence, then like you're putting that energy out there. So it's only a matter of time before that energy comes back to you. And like, maybe that's something that he called on to himself. Do you guys agree with that?
2: No, I don't think death is anyone's karma because I think about all the people that die that shouldn't. What are you going to say? That's karma as well. Yeah. So I, I look at that totally different. I don't think anybody should have death upon them because of what they say or do. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't believe in that.
0: Yeah.
1: I agree with that too. I thought that was a little
0: harsh. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with death, no matter what, it's yeah. coming to us all. To yeah. uh, all of us. It's inevitable. No matter if no matter you talk about you. it or not. Yeah. Um, I will say when it comes to just rap lyrics in general that speak, that are more like gangster rap or mm-hmm. speak about violence. Um. It does – I think economics – are you a target a little bit because then mm-hmm. people want to see how tough, how tough you are. are. Unfortunately, you know, they like if you're just out trying to have a good time, everyone thinks like you're always on 10 ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, when that's not the case, Yo, I just want to have some like, um, what's his name? pmb Rock was just eating, yeah, with wow, his wow. family. Yeah. yeah, he ain't thinking about no, he's not trying to be on some. I don't know, if, I'm not, and I don't want to use no, yeah, say but he, he was just saying, yeah. but I'm just using as, an, as an artist that died recently. Yeah. He's just there eating a meal, Mm -hmm. like even gangsters turn it off sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at like when Nipsey was murdered, he was just in front of his in his strip mall, in front of his establishment, his Mm -hmm. business, just being a businessman at the time. It's not like he's really trying to be. He's not gangbanging at this point in time. He's just trying to do so. so Like when you put it in your lyrics, I guess people are gonna think that you're always about this, right, Mm -hmm. all the time. And Mm -hmm. it's like, bro, no.
2: Oh yeah, go ahead. No, no, go. Even if it was in your past, right? But I feel like nowadays a lot of young kids are trying to prove a point. Mm -hmm. I feel like most of them are like under twenty one. They want the street cred. They're like, "Oh, look what I was able to do," and they don't Mm -hmm. mind going to jail because they're like, "In jail, I'm going to be straight." And I think, yeah,
1: which is like, which is insane.
2: It's like, yeah, I did that. So, Mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, that's our goals to just be good in jail Mm -hmm. or to have some notoriety for something so terrible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking more so, too, like, this just puts things into perspective because, like, we don't really talk about celebrity news or anything like that. But, like, just from a human being standpoint, like, actually being a fan and knowing, like, the drama that they were in, like, Offset wasn't talking to them. Right. So I'm just like, one, it's like Quavo has to live now with the fact that, like he was there Mm -hmm. and he was the one kind of like in the altercation while takeoff was just behind him minding his Mm -hmm. business and it's like yo like sometimes I think when you have money you think you're just invincible Mm -hmm. nobody can touch you nobody can harm you and now look like you literally saw what is it his nephew his nephew in a pool of blood shot in the head like I'm sure right now he's probably like Terrified, like traumatized, yeah. like having nightmares, seeing it over and over again. And that kind of is what hurts me because I just feel like I'm an empath and I just be feeling people's shit. <laughs> and then, even like Offset for so many months, they haven't been talking, like mm-hmm. they all had beef. So now you got to live with the fact that you didn't squash whatever petty bullshit it was. Yeah. And now, like, your cousin is dead, and that's it. Like, you're never going to have a chance to like rectify that or reconcile in any way. And so it puts things into perspective for me because I. I just feel like I need to do better at appreciating the people who are around me and showing them that love, like being there for them. But then I think about the family members that I don't really reach out to, the family members I don't talk to. And it's like moments like these happen and it's like, damn, but like then when you try to like apply that to those people... It's not as easy. <laughs> it's not like I could re- like, for example, I don't speak to my grandmother. I have my reasons. She wasn't really a part of my life and I don't really agree with how she treats my mother. I'm always defend my mother. So for me, it's just kind of like I could reach out. I could be a better granddaughter. But to me, it's like for what? Like, it's not like she's going to be a better grandmother. And maybe that's a fucked up way to look at it. But it's like you were never there for me. You never supported me. You don't look for me. You don't reach out to me. Why should I have to reach out to you? And I know that we all have our own situations with family that is similar. If you guys would like to share and <laughs> get a little personal.
0: Love everybody.
1: Because <laughs> it doesn't apply to yeah, you. It no. never applies to Anthony.
2: Well, for me, I, I think it was a good segue to think about, like, not being able to make up time and, yeah. and feeling regret. I don't know if it's because I'm a Scorpio, Scorpio season. Um, <laughs> but I am very loyal to a fault until I'm not. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't say it takes one time to Mm -hmm. cross me, but repeated behaviors, if I continue to talk to you about the same thing and you keep doing the same thing Mm -hmm. and I feel the same way, Mm -hmm. I don't care what your title is. Mm -hmm. I don't because you are a person, I'm a person, and if it's at my expense, right? I can't do that anymore. And I used to do it just to placate, to be like, oh, your role in my life is this, so I have to be obedient or I feel obligated Mm -hmm. to do such things. At 36 years old, I am not obligated to do anything. (laughs) As my aunt would say, I don't like them in my circle, you know, because when certain people come around, family members included, they bring drama, Mm -hmm. they bring just a focus on them and just make you feel uneasy. And then you're like, oh. I was just at peace. Mm-hmm. I was talking to someone. It was just like, drama is anything that disturbs my peace. Yeah. And if you disturb my peace, then you probably shouldn't be around me. I could be cordial. I could see you. I could say hi. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to live with regret. I don't care what your title is. Grandma, ma, auntie, uncle. Um, nope. <laughs> I'm going to stick beside that point.
0: Well, you're kind of actually different than me because... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, what well, I say is you've given more than one chance yeah. and, like, had conversations where, yeah. like... Yeah, at cut, least you've
1: done that. Yeah, but, like, You're when right. I stopped yeah. speaking
0: to my, my, my pops, it was literally, like, from day to night. And it was just... He lied to me about something once, yeah. and it was just, like, right, I'm just done. I just cut him off completely. Well, I didn't even why was that?
1: Like, I, why oh, was, was it so easy? Yeah.
0: For me, um, well, I mean, I've said it many times, like, I'm just a, more of a cold person. I'm just like, yo... I was just like, yo, fuck this dude. Like the way, like you mm-hmm. don't, don't lie to me. Like you know what I'm saying? Because I always looked at it as like he was in jail my whole life, and I would go see him. We had a good relationship, and I was always like, you know, we had open, honest communications. And I'm like, bro, why the fuck would you lie to me for? Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I was just like, oh no, nah, I'm good. That's like you don't have no respect for this. So it's just like, all right, cut. I didn't bother having a conversation. I still uh, this day, even yeah. when I, I see him and I was in, I still didn't even bring it up. I just was like, heading out, kind of what up a little small, and it's kept moving. Because
2: that was going to be my next question. I feel mm-hmm. like the biggest thing for me is if I have a conversation with somebody, and then you can't even take accountability. Oh, It's my like, God. oh, I'm your mother, though. Yeah. I'm your aunt, though. It's like, wait, I'm sorry. Did you just hear everything I just said? Yeah. I'm... So I'm supposed to negate all of that because you have this position yes. in my life? Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. That's what they think. It applies to everybody. Yeah. Sorry.
1: Yeah, but did you ever... Anthony, with your dad, did you ever, I know you never had a conversation with him, but did you ever try to, like, understand why he might have lied to you? Like, put yourself in his shoes and, uh... Yeah, because he was a fucking,
0: he was a dusthead. Okay. So. So, He had his
1: own issues going on. So, I was just like,
0: I'm not dealing with... So, for me, I'm like, all right, he was locked up the first 21 years of my life. Mm Mm-hmm. I was there. To me it was like a normal relationship. I didn't know any different. Right. It was normal for me. So I didn't what
2: was your normal.
0: Yeah, it was my normal. So it wasn't like, Oh, I had a dad and like he went away. No, it was there. Like he was just yeah. locked up the whole time. So, um fuck, I forgot what you oh why why do I think like why did he do it? Like Because no. but
1: did you ever think like, oh, like, all right, he probably thought, you know, and is my son, I gotta lie to him to, you know, make save him face. yeah, say face or just yeah, you know but what for I mean? Me, like, I'm just like
0: uh that was just it was no nah, cuz it wasn't like we we would always just talk like mm-hmm. normal people mm-hmm, cuz mm-hmm. it's not like I had like a more like a parental he wasn't like the parent figure to me cuz yeah. he wasn't there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I looked at him as my dad, my pops, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like I needed him to like discipline discipline me or really give me life guidance cuz like I said, I we got we started spending time together after I was already 21, I was already fucking an yeah. adult, yeah. working and knowing life. So when he did, I was like, I'm like, oh, this is, I'm like, what the fuck?
2: But you do know being addicted to drugs is an illness, right?
0: Yeah, but see, and it's also with me, like, I'm not... Like, I'm at the point where, in my life, where, like, any type of negativity type shit like that, mm-hmm. I'm good. I don't need that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I already supported you when you were locked up all this mm-hmm. time. Yeah, so, like, like, like whatever enough. help you need, figure <laughs> yeah, it out. You gotta yeah, get, you got to get past. I'm not mm-hmm. dealing with no one that's addicted to drugs. Because yeah. now you hit me up for some money. You hit me up for money
1: mm-hmm.
0: so you can support the drug that. habit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, no thank you. I yeah. want no parts of that. Right. So, instead of, like, because I know some um people who, like, their family members will support someone's drug yeah. yeah. want to see yeah. Not me. Mm-mm. I'm not paying for you to go get high. Like mm-hmm. fuck that shit. I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like nope. So that's why it was just so easy for me to just cut him off. And to this day, I, I never talked to him about that shit.
2: Mm-hmm. You think he has any idea why? Uh,
0: nah. Because he called me. He kept he called me a few times, and like I just ignored the phone calls and just like saw him, and I just kind of walked the other way. I like I don't. And that's the other thing. I've I told us before. I don't own no one an explanation. Yeah. For yeah. so what. Like, I didn't know No explanation No
1: yeah My therapist always says No is a full sentence mm-hmm. yeah, You, you do don't have to explain. anyone I no used no. to try to do that You know how many things I delete No, Because I'm
2: like No because no. I'm doing too much Just, yeah. like, I don't like, want to I don't want to I don't have to I'm yeah. not going to
1: That's it don't ask but me. But why. I'm a people pleaser at heart, so my thing is like always. I'm always checking myself now on that. Like I'm doing fuck, that's too much no over explaining, and it's just like no Get boundaries. Get
2: yourself in the holes too. Yeah, <laughs> they would be like, but can you do this? They don't take it as a real no. No, it's like oh what, well, what about Tuesday? No, <laughs> Hell like no, no, no. no. I don't want to do it. I don't want
1: to. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm
0: not, I'm not explaining no shit to nobody. If I if I don't fuck with it, it's just straight cut off.
1: Yeah, with Anthony, I don't even ask him. Over and over. If I ask him something once and he's like, "No," I'm like, "All right, forget it," because yeah. I already know. <laughs> he's Not changing his mind. No, nah. There's okay. no convincing him. It's a good trait to have. Um, I wanted. Oh, so ask the question that you were gonna ask. So we're gonna um, get into a topic okay. that we spoke about last week. Last, let me just brief them real quick. So last week we were talking about how we discussed race and identity with our family, with our parents, how we were raised in terms mm-hmm. of our race. How we identify our experiences with culture and ethnicity, Mm -hmm. and so Anthony had a question on that because this is actually the first time we're having a black woman right on the pod. Some things I
2: just wrote a little note. We had Athena, but we
1: didn't talk about anything with Athena. She's Jamaican, but and we were just talking about toxic Tinder issues. But um, so I'm yeah. I saw
0: this. I saw this meme.
1: Okay.
0: And it says Uh all right. No. 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 All right. So this is what it says. They Mm -hmm. haven't read this beforehand. So. It says, black girls going to college are told to keep our heads in the books on our studies and off boys and riffraff. Every black girl I know was told this, yet I knew plenty of white girls at my uh, PWI, which is...
2: Predominantly I, white institution. There you go,
0: who had it clear they were not there just for school. For it was a husband. four-year husband plan.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: What? Yeah. So That's where they go, so they can get out of college and be married.
1: This is new to me. So, I, never,
2: I didn't hear the. As a black woman, I never heard like maybe that was just the expectation though. Maybe no one had to explicitly tell me that, mm-hmm. but I knew I was going to school to finish school. Right. I was not looking to be involved or looking mm-hmm. for a husband, which yeah. I also think that's why I don't know the rates, but I'm pretty sure white women are, are married a lot earlier. Oh, a
1: lot of girls I, from my grad program, they got married immediately after graduation. But what's really? yes.
2: the I think black women are the most highly educated.
0: Don't ask me. I, don't I think they
2: are the most highly educated people here because that's all we do is go to school, go to school, mm-hmm. go to school, go to school. And then next thing we know, we don't have no husband. We don't have no kids Nothing. and we're 37 years old. Mm-hmm. But that's a different topic for the same
1: podcast.
0: Girl, we should have that conversation.
1: <laughs> we can absolutely have that conversation. So, so oh, we'll get into it. Do you feel it.
0: that way? Because at the end of the day, I'm, you're not white. No, I'm not you know white. I'm, I'm
1: Dominican, Puerto Rican. No, it was about school. It yeah. was go to school, yeah. focus on your grades, don't look at boys, yes, don't, don't party. And that was it, folks. I never heard about this. So, yeah. So,
0: then let me ask this question, right? Wouldn't that be the ideal place to find a husband?
2: No, you don't know yourself. You don't, I'm know, sorry. Your,
0: you don't know yourself. I agree Thank with you. Thank God. However, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I however, just learned myself the yesterday. The reason why I asked ask that is because at least when you're <laughs> with the. I don't say everyone but most of the people that you're in school with are there to advance themselves at least mentally somehow right, right, right. and they're looking to better themselves in their life in their career Right. so that's someone you know at least if they graduate from this school mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. No, no, no. I hear what you're saying I'm just saying. saying environment of cultivating yes, a healthy partner is it
1: because you're educated. Well, this just because you're educated. No, it doesn't mean,
0: not mean
2: nothing. Aspect. We had this I, whole I, I conversation. Get, no, I understand
0: that part, but <laughs> I'm Education just saying. Education is just
1: like a little... You could be educated and not I mean, have you, gone you, to college. and not have common sense or emotional intelligence or respect. I
0: understand that. I'm not saying that. Yeah. No, but no, I'm just no. saying that would be the no. ideal...
1: <sighs> I hear what you're saying, girls, but no. <laughs> to try to <laughs> you're the only but, one for that.
0: But this is why these white girls have this and they have this generation. But they're probably getting
1: divorced
2: from... or they're unhappy yeah, or they don't know themselves. Right. They're just like, oh my God, this is my yeah. husband. When you, d- How can you marry someone when you not know yourself?
0: I don't
1: disagree. And also, yeah, like think of the age range. Yeah. Like at that, you're so young. You're, your executive function hasn't even fully developed until you're 25. So...
2: Oh, really
1: she got facts here okay
0: i don't even know what that is so it's
1: like, like, about, like planning attention yeah. time management organization
2: it's not 25? fully developed your prefrontal cortex is I not fully developed years until 25 still <laughs> slow on <that>
0: one.
1: <laughs> but you've made significant progress yeah i don't think that's a good play i wasn't looking at boys like that like i don't I know i don't know that's just a different culture so you don't
0: think that if just more of people in our communities just did that a little bit it wouldn't be beneficial as a whole i'm not saying it's gonna work for everyone well first
1: how many people in our communities are really going? i don't like a lot of my friends didn't even finish college and a lot of them didn't even go to college so like they're definitely not meeting anybody Mm -hmm. in those areas or unless they're going to a college party you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it's like yeah it would be helpful but they need to go to college they need need to to graduate. graduate first that's the goal and that's why they tell us go Finish your studies. Then worry about that stuff. Yeah, because I think it's more likely you'll find someone within your career who's already gone through his experiences, maybe well-traveled, well-read. He finished school, whatever. He went through life. Then you can look for your partner. you're already is settled, guaranteed. And nothing is right, <laughs> right. That's the gist. It's still not guaranteed.
0: Okay, but all right. No. Nah. then you're damn near 40 years old, and you still haven't found this person. What are you trying to think? <laughs> I'm almost 40 years old. That's so why I just myself. <laughs> what are you trying to say? I was just saying about myself. You know? But right. I'm
2: saying, so like, oh, man, I had long-term good. relationships when good. I was in college, right? And at the yes. time, it seemed like I wanted to get married. Thank God I did not. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I did not know myself. I would not have been a good wife. It's like... I would not have accomplished what I am able to accomplish because mm-hmm. I would have been focused on making that person happy mm-hmm. or doing house duties or whatever people do at twenty three. I don't know, right? But I wouldn't be able to accomplish what I have accomplished. But what does that really mean if the goal is family and the marriage? We don't know. Anthony, yeah, they're annoying. That's answers. what I was gonna say. No, because you know what? We gotta go a little out
1: of order now because this okay. is a great way to talk. Okay. Uh, listen,
0: I asked the group. as almost
1: approaching both. All right, so I'm thirty, thirty eight. 36. She said it earlier. I'm not going to repeat her age if she don't want to repeat it.
0: Repeated. 37. Uh, 36, 37. 36. 36. 30 and a half. So I'm going to have three like quarters, weeks. seven eighths. Because this conversation seven goes six. on a
1: lot in the podcast world, but we could have it in our own for our own viewers, right? Like, as a man and as a woman, the pressure of finding a partner the older you get, is it different for you and you? The pressure is worse See, but for you, you don't feel that way Because you've said multiple times here That you're just like, I'm single, I like being single If I die alone, it is what it is
0: Yeah, but, I would. so, you, the pressure you put on yourself Or pressure from yeah, others, both. what do you mean?
1: Both, let's just say both
0: okay. Do you feel pressure,
1: do you put pressure on yourself And are you, I know we're all experiencing Because I experience pressure from my family and my friends too Find somebody, have a baby already When you're going to get married, blah, blah, blah I don't think men are getting that much pressure I don't think you're getting that much pressure
0: Yo you don't understand like even today i'm one of my patients right this lady (laughs) she comes all the time and she's asking me like wait you don't have any kids and like all this stuff Mm -hmm. it's like oh you should find a good girl you're so handsome and like blah 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 blah. you need to find someone no like and all this Mm -hmm. stuff and i'm just like i'm good that shit pisses me
1: off it does it's rude it's It's rude rude, people it's rude it's (laughs) annoying and who says that that's my ultimate goal (laughs) in life but that's that's what it is for a Jeez. lot of people. It's just yeah. like, what the fuck? It's no. so rude to say. It's very rude. I think we're just in a different place. Like, that's not our end-all, be-all nowadays. That was probably our parents' end-all, be-all. Yeah. Have a so family. My, my that's mom got it. married at 25.
2: My mom was 18. And met my dad in, like, they went to prom together. So she knew. High school
1: me. sweethearts.
2: I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah my mom was 18 my dad was 28 so that was like a big yeah yeah i'm sure she was 18 yeah, she was. <laughs> yeah but um no so i get the pressure too but i don't like that doesn't fulfill me that doesn't satisfy me that's not something that i'm working towards at the moment i don't know when i will or if i will ever have
2: and that like that's another thing yearning it's not for everybody. Not it's everybody not. wants to be married. Not everybody wants to have kids. Not
1: everybody should be a parent. I'm no. sorry. <laughs> but like, I was thinking about this the other day because I'm like, not everybody should even be a boyfriend or a partner to somebody. Like, there are people who really should just be alone, who shouldn't be. Like, that's a lifestyle choice, right? I always say veganism is a lifestyle lifestyle choice, right? Choosing to be pescatarian, <laughs> lifestyle choice. But like, choosing to be a parent is also a lifestyle and it's not for everybody. It should be a test. <laughs> It's it not. Should you test. should really pass a test prior like because a license. it's not for everybody. I agree
0: because i parents of not, not for
2: everybody. Just because you can create a child doesn't mean you should raise
1: it. No, absolutely not. So, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. i do want to get into Wait, the- what was
0: the original point of this topic? Right? I don't know. We even went through know. a lot of no, different things. What are we talking about? We, there. we started with the black oh, girls race. in college.
1: Black girls in college. Oh, yeah, somewhere else.
0: But After that
1: I don't know We're going to keep going I want to get into the Since we were talking About parenting We might as well talk about Foster parenting Okay Okay Can we get into that now Because No
0: you're good right.
1: Okay So I had a thought The other day And I was like Okay Like we're trying to get into More like socially Uncomfortable topics I guess Or things that people Shy away from So I'm like Okay what's another topic We could talk about this week I wonder if I know anybody Who's been in the foster care system I don't even know Why I thought of that But I'm like, I wonder if I know anybody or somebody who wants to be a foster parent. And then Anthony told me that you were actually like looking into that whole process. So I was like, well, shit, it works. So I want you to tell me, first off, what made you want to do this? Like be a foster parent. So
2: I feel like I don't know if everybody else sees it, but I see a lot of families adopting people. Black babies and they're not black. Mm. (laughs) And when I started to look into or get more information, it's because a lot of black families are not a part of the adoption process and not saying black families don't adopt because I know a lot of people that adopt family members. Like Mm -hmm. I know people that that's my sister, but it's really my cousin Mm -hmm. and we just do it in a different way. Not saying we don't do it, but it looks very different, Mm -hmm. but that's not a part of the statistics, right? Because Mm -hmm. it's just something that, Oh, your aunt didn't take care of the child. And so now that's adopted Mm -hmm. to your family. Um, so seeing that a lot. And then I'm 36. I've always loved being around kids. And I feel like why do we have to wait to find that one mm-hmm. or to have a kid? There's so many kids that are in need right now that are already here on this earth. And I feel like why not help them? And so I'm starting this process, literally just had like my first class today. And i met. Meant it when I said people really should have a class or some kind of license to be a parent. The things that they make you go through, like Mm -hmm. you have to get a physical, you have to do all these things just to see if you are equipped to take care of a child that is already here, Mm -hmm. which I get why, but I just think about people that just have kids and they don't have to go through any of this. Nothing at all. And so I'm excited for the process. I think it will be a grueling process, but I'm excited to see what will happen because. I know there are a lot of kids that are in need. And one question that they asked me was, you know, what kind of what race kids do you want? And I was like black. And they were like, well, what about Hispanic or what about wh-? I'm like, no, I said black. Like, yeah. I know what I said. I don't know how to teach anyone else to be anything else. other, other than right,
1: black. Right, I'm right.
2: black every day. Yeah. And I know that that is a, a, a part that we don't really have mm-hmm. a lot of. So let's fill that gap and fill that need. So,
1: yeah. So Anthony had asked you earlier, what's the age range you're looking to adopt? So
2: so the in Connecticut, at least, like you do foster to adopt, right, if that becomes. But it seems like in Connecticut, it's very, um, like they actually have a real process. I think in New York, they're probably overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Um, in Connecticut, they definitely try to put them with family first. Like they look okay. for extended family before they even asks for someone to be a foster okay. parent they exhaust all that before so if you're getting a child maybe it's for a resbite, as we were talking mm-hmm. about like just for a short period of time for relief or there's most most likely a possibility to adopt that child okay. after getting to a foster family so I think that's a little bit or a lot different than New York from what mm-hmm. I've heard mm-hmm. so I'm looking for if I wanted to adopt a child I would say like up to age five. But okay. I'm willing to like foster children probably up until like age 10 or 11. Okay. I'm not ready for anybody's teenager.
1: Yeah, that's tough. I mean, I love middle school, but um, mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. So even a baby, a baby up to age five. So I know, but I like my sleep.
2: So we're just going to cross yeah. that bridge when we get there. <laughs> i need eight hours nah, I, I get like cranky me. and i get hangry so i don't saying? know she sounds like me <laughs> i'm the same way i'm a baby myself i need eight be hours me put me to sleep. exactly Mm-mm. so i don't know all
0: right so the difference between foster and adoption that's what you just said
2: foster is like it's yes. temporary relief there the goal is to get them back with their family like yeah. that would be the goal maybe the the parent has to finish courses or find stable housing or do something like that like Maybe their parent is in jail. Mm-hmm. There's different things like that that they they would need a foster.
0: That's, yeah, I was house just looking for. up the exact what mm-hmm. Google says, and then adopt is like. I have no idea what the hell the difference really was. Honestly, yeah, mm-hmm. foster is yeah. like
2: temporary housing. Yeah,
0: what it says, okay. it says, as a foster parent, you have no legal parental yep. rights and decision making is shared by the agency, you, and perhaps the birth parents. Oh, yeah, that's that's annoying. That's... However, when you adopt, you acquire the legal same rights. legal rights and responsibilities a for your child as birth parents and have for their for their biological children. Okay, that's okay. another
2: nuance that I didn't realize is that. While you have the foster child, there is still communication with the birth parents. Mm -hmm. And you're, like, creating and crafting a birthing, like, a a plan for them. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting. I was like, oh, I didn't know about that. But these
1: parents... They're involved, but they're not like, how are they? So maybe
2: it's like phone calls with them once a week or maybe it's like, oh, they want to go on this trip. What do you think? It's just like Mm. trying to get input if the goal is to acclimate them back into their home because you don't want to have this long period of time when you have no connection or talking to your parent and then you're just dropped back in with them.
0: Yeah, maybe that parent is on drugs.
1: Yeah, cr- it could like be. That. That's what they're I'm just... wondering. So, like, if they yeah. are, how involved will yeah. they actually be? Is my thing. I don't know how what the litmus test is, but yeah. I guess the
2: the social worker would
1: figure that. out Because I would just think like if they, I'm just thinking a really specific example. Mm-hmm. Like if you can't, if they're addicted to drugs, let's say, and then you can't get a hold of them, but you want to take the child on a vacation, so now you can't take them until you those parents. Oh, okay. You ask the social agency, worker. though yeah, the Oh, the is agency. Like, yep. Is yep. another person involved? Oh, okay, yep. okay. 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 Yeah, because I'm like, damn, that would be annoying. Because, you
2: know, I like to travel. Because, you know, some parents. We going. Yeah,
1: and some parents may not still be available Mm -hmm. at all, no matter what. So, yeah. All right. All right. So, I wanted to actually speak with you about you becoming a doctor. So, you have your doctorate in educational leadership, correct? Yeah. Yes. So, what was, first of all, how do you get to um, educational leadership? Like, what was your major initially?
2: Okay. So, my pathway was not a traditional one. I don't think I do anything traditionally. But um, so I went to school, Mount St. Vincent mm. in Riverdale. Love them. Um, the
0: Bronx. The
2: Bronx. Mount Riverdale. you I don't know. Not, just a little bit of both. And um, <laughs> up the block. No. Um, and I, I always liked math. And this is where I feel like people don't know people. And I wanted to be a math teacher, I feel like. And people mm. were like, oh, you're not going to make any money. And mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, no one wants to go to school and not make money. Right. So everybody was like, well, I'll do accounting. That's math. So that's what I did. Six months in accounting, I said, oh, no, this isn't going to work. <laughs> this is not it. This is boring. Mm-hmm. I was in a cubicle, but it was a stable job working at the health center. So you actually
1: got your degree in accounting. Sure did. Wow. And I said,
2: I'm not doing this. This is crazy. Wow. So my friend has told me about teaching fellows. If Anybody heard of it? Um, alternate path to become a teacher if you teach in the city. And so I applied, got in, and then I became a math teacher. So I taught in the Bronx for five, four years and then in New Jersey for a year. And then I was like, okay, I want to do something else. Like, I love teaching, but I was like, I'm ready to do something else. Mm-hmm. So I consulted. I became director of educational equity. I did that for like six years. And then during that time at my old company, my boss approached me and was like, have you ever thought about getting a doctorate? And I was like... I did not even. I couldn't even conceive that thought. Yeah. Because I don't know anyone that looks like me that has their doctorate. Right. I had a friend or two that were doctors, like physicians, but like, I don't. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And so I literally only applied to one school <laughs> because I was like, forget it, get in. Mm-hmm. I don't actually care. And I got into Fordham. I guess they were being generous that year. I don't wow. Know, and started my path for educational leadership and. During that, I started to uncover a lot, I think, with the the whole program in itself. Mm -hmm. That's another book. But um, it's, like, designed for you to fail. Like, you literally go through taking classes on leadership and things like that. And then after you finish your classes, after two and a half years, you have to write your dissertation or your book Mm -hmm. or your study. And... None of the classes are connected to actually writing your dissertation. Mm. So you're left with this like, okay, I took all those classes and and now what? And they're like, "Mm." and they want you to struggle, but it's unnecessary. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't make any sense. And so luckily for me during the pandemic, everyone was available all of a sudden. It's great because now you can meet on Zoom. My advisor was having me meet with her in person. Mm -hmm. Do you know how hard it is to schedule people together? Especially she was the dean of education. Mm-hmm. It was like I was meeting with her like once every three months. How are you supposed to make And she wouldn't give me feedback any other way. It was like literally designing me to fail. Um, but I had this one guy. He was like um, focused on survey and data. He was so helpful. And he would meet with me every week like in the pandemic. Like from January of 2019 till like mm-hmm. May I was meeting with him every week he would tell me something to do i'll meet with him next week and if it wasn't for him i wouldn't have graduated because they just want you to you could continue doing your doctor for like 10 years and you're still paying something even though you're just writing your dissertation oh and no. not taking any classes and so i finished in five years but i don't know if i would have be able to finish if it weren't for the pandemic because people were just making excuses and making it hard for so no what reason. exactly is the what was your
1: dissertation on um, uh-huh. <laughs> like is it I mean, like a different number of things nope one time I'm gonna
2: tell you right now okay the impact of technology integration on distributed leaders so what it really means in layman's terms <laughs> I would study technology integration in the classroom I studied one tool called Nearpod if oh yeah they use that in my school yep so mm-hmm. I studied that and I talked to teacher, teacher leaders, instructional coaches to see who really had a greater influence on how Nearpod actually got into classrooms and who used it. Okay. That's in layman's terms. Okay. Distributed leadership is like you don't have to actually be assistant principal or principal mm-hmm. to have a role on making things happen in the school. Okay. So
1: once a dissertation is done, because I always wondered it's about a dissertation. It's <laughs> a book. Mm-hmm. Like So someone's pages. actually reading it? Or it's oh, a whole the committee page? and they yeah. have to approve it. You have wow. to have a committee of, I had
2: three people on my committee. And they have to approve it. You have to, like, defend it. You have to defend your proposal midway through that you can actually do this study. Then you have to conduct the research, all this stuff. That's
1: intimidating.
2: Yeah. And then you get to the end. But most of the times, if you get to the end to defend your dissertation, you got it. Because they don't even let you get there unless. And do they publish it? Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. So this is out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to Google it. Yeah, know, that's
0: good. Doing this, you have to pick something that hasn't been researched before, or something, right? It can't oh, be like tough. doing yeah. something that's So it's like your yeah. old new, yeah, findings Wow, that's
1: <laughs> a good way to get new research out there. That's exactly. what everybody is. who's doing you it had yeah. to,
2: and it was timely for me because I did it on Nearpod when the pandemic hit, so mm-hmm. everybody was using Nearpod, mm-hmm. so it was just it just aligned. That's if I had to do it again, mean. I would do it on like something else. Though I don't feel like I was just like. Passionate I don't think
1: about I could do health. it.
2: Mm, that's a lot
0: that's a lot and so after that oh
2: i didn't say what i said what did i do okay so i did that and then i became assistant principal which i loved they couldn't pay me enough and then now i'm director of curriculum and instruction but i miss being with the kids i think that's the best part of being like in a school so
0: yeah but now you you create the curriculum for the entire school district yeah
1: what curriculum do you use now look at me all nerdy out so
2: for reading, we just acquired Scholastic as our new reading program. Okay. We use Foundations for phonics. Foundations,
1: mm-hmm. Um Yeah. Those you ever heard of pro- Spire? Aspire? Spire. Just no. Spire. It's really good. It's a good reading program. It's oh, like yeah? phonological awareness and phonics integrated mm, together. No. It's really good. I'll look it up. Yeah, yeah. And it has different grades. Yeah. Because um, Foundations is more like for the young... Sorry. For K2. No, for no. like yeah. K2. But if you want... Because I have... I mean, I work in the Bronx, so like I have... Fourth graders who still can't read. Mm-hmm. Fifth graders who still can't read. So that would help them. Get
0: those yeah. awareness. Yeah.
1: It's, it's really good. I'll send you whatever info I have on it. And um, sorry. So what else? And then for math? Envision. My school uses Envision. I don't know. We do use Envision. Envision, right? That's great. Good
2: job. Social studies, we use a BOCES curriculum from... Oh, I don't just... even
1: think my kids are getting social studies. <laughs> so I think they're getting regular. And
2: comes from BOCES. It's okay. not from... Uh, packaged curriculum. Okay. But my job right now is kind of assess, do it like a SWOT analysis, the strengths, weaknesses Mm -hmm. for our current curriculum. Mm Because right now, like when I got there, nothing was written on paper. Like there was no scope and sequence it was like people were just doing whatever they whatever, wanted to yeah. do there was no oversight it was insane mm-hmm. and so now I have them using this program writing down what they're doing and sharing it with parents like mm-hmm. I shared a whole scope and sequence of like what kids are doing so like they're learning fractions in March they better be learning fractions in March because that's what you told the parents Yeah. and so it's holding them accountable to a different level so I I'm excited that. for that work but oh
1: my god they
2: probably hate me
0: but oh, they, def- school. they definitely hate you they like oh like, god we have to
2: write this down mm, you better do it it's a district initiative. Yeah. I should, love that. Because when I worked in the Bronx, literally we had our stuff written on paper. We were held accountable. I mean, we didn't share with parents, but at least everybody that taught math was doing the, the same, same thing. thing. Mm-hmm. Here it was kinda like people closing their doors and you don't know what's going on mm-hmm. in there. They mm-hmm. playing Ring Around the Rosie. I don't know. Yeah. Full
0: of <laughs> so, um a lot of, I don't know how it is now, but do you see like the improvement? Like, graduation rate since you've taken over this job? Like, how has the education, how no. have the kids been, has it been an improvement since you've been it there? It was
2: one year and I was in COVID.
0: <laughs> oh, mm. that's right. You did start kind of Yeah. But
2: also, where am I at? Don't okay. say it. But where am I at? It was fine to begin with. That's why I need to go where my help is
1: needed. Yeah. You need to come to my school.
0: Well, that's what... So that's... I don't know if that's on the topics.
1: That was not on the topics because she had said that she didn't want to get into detail and we respected mm-hmm.
0: that. Oh, no, no, no. Only, I wasn't going to go crazy. No, what I was going to say is... No, no, no. Because <laughs> you already you established oh, being black. Out. And not... Yeah, that's going to be there. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, 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 but yeah. also about... Cause I, there's a lot of people like I'm gonna I'm just gonna say my friend I'm not gonna say his name mm-hmm. but he has no desire to come back and work in mm. I hate the word urban but quote unquote urban environment people
2: that look like him that's what you should say
0: he he likes where he works at <laughs> he, he don't want, he doesn't want to come back to his the school his, district his, his school district where
2: he went to school
0: at yeah. you know what I'm saying I mean it's more now he's been there for so long but so he's like be comfortable. But, it's easy to stay he there. Well, he just got a promotion too, so I ain't gonna say. He he, 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 he he gonna he gonna text you after this But it's easy to stay
1: there, motherfucker. I know. Is, But he gonna we laugh about it because you, it, you know what I'm telling you. the truth. Okay. But
0: you would feel a little bit more fulfillment inside little, if you came. That's that no, That's the question. You gotta be like, if you came back, If You yeah.
1: you're actually making for, a difference. For
2: me, right now, it was like it was it was a career move that I'm glad I made. I don't regret it. Money good. Uh, the title is what I wanted. Mm -hmm. It's just not in the district that I desire. Mm -hmm. And so if I can get this experience and transfer it to help my own people, Mm -hmm. that's going to be my goal. Okay.
1: Question though, would you be willing to do it? But there's a pay cut.
2: I've taken pay cuts before. That doesn't bother me. Okay. As long as I can live off of it. But for me, Yeah. It doesn't matter
0: me. Not that much of a pay cut. Y'all listen. Oh, but my...
2: my no, no.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying, we just want to make sure. Right? <laughs> oh, no, no, hear no, this? Don't be crazy. You don't wanna, be crazy. Not Google it. Yeah. But
2: for me, it's the work-life balance that would get me. Mm. Because I know coming back to a district where it's higher needs, like right now, if I go home, my work phone is in the car. Mm-hmm. I am not doing work at home. Mm-hmm. I've set that boundary. For years, I used to do work all the time. Yeah. And here, I don't have to. Yeah. And so that in itself... It's worth a different type of yeah. amount.
1: No, yeah, for sure. And so
2: I actually think if I went to a district where high needs, I would want to do it part-time. Because don't have that expectation. I'm going to be here at 7 o'clock. every. No, I'm
1: not doing it. Yeah. Like, I used to get emails, like, 7, 8 o'clock at mm-hmm. night. And they still going. Yeah. And it's just like, whoa. Yeah. I'm not even looking at yes. this until the morning. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> stop it. I have
2: stopped myself. Even if I check it, like, on the weekend, I'm like, oh, no, Nope. nope. Monday morning, they will get response. Right. Even if I uh, schedule and send,
1: but i what I won't do. My weekends are mine, Listen, my evenings are mine. That's they it. expected. It. Yes, they will. I've
0: gotten phone calls from like my managers and I've seen the name pop up and I just ignore it and then they'll ask someone that I'm cool with at my job to contact, to contact me and I'll see their name ignore and it. it's and they ignore it and it's then then they hit me I'm like yo what and I'm like I already know you're calling me because of this person so I'm just ignoring <laughs> yeah, that I shit. Saw this I saw nope, no I'm thank off. you.
1: I'm off. Don't fucking call me. No. Yeah. Go.
0: I'm not doing that shit. They don't thank even have my own personal number. Yeah. That's, don't call me Yo they be having to go They be like yo They had to ask so many people To get my number and I be hmm. like I just, just keep it that way
1: Oh I use a Google voice number So it's a, diff- a whole different oh, number Oh so see you even
0: better With that one so I, just I, never, that, like, I just never I just never They be like, oh, having That's, that's a work call, call. <laughs> yep. Bro, They be having to ask So many people To get my number And I just be like Keep and it that you know, way I have,
1: like some number From Tennessee Like some random can't. Yeah. I can't mm-hmm. Girl don't worry about mm-hmm. it Um, Did you want to talk About the doubt From from college? Yes
0: because So I hope I remember the story correctly. Mm A previous I see it. A previous I see it. a previous employer Butchering though. It. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but I don't want to go too crazy in detail. Yeah, don't go. But so even it's though probably you were encouraged, knows. but then didn't you have some doubt from your previous employer? Oh yeah, as well? I, oh
2: yes. Okay. So you, this is these are good.
0: That's I, I just butchered. I don't want to yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. it was. So
2: okay. Yes. So like I I'll said I'll let you butcher it. Thank you. I'll butcher it. <laughs> it was a butcher, but I won. Um when I was asked to come well when I was, it was suggested that I get my doctorate, I looked at it like, oh, they see something in me, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it became, oh, you need your doctorate to be, to have this position in the company. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And then it was like, wait a minute, why, why do I need that when other people are in the same right. path and they don't mm-hmm. have it? Oh, because I'm the only black person, mm-hmm. which I was. And so years later, I thought about that. And ironically, you know, when I came to to see it for what it was, I left before I got my doctorate. Mm. And I got my position before I got my doctorate because I earned the position, doctorate or not. And um, and so it's so funny because now I'm kind of their boss because now their consultant works in my district. So I have a say of whether they get to keep Ooh. the contract or not and actually decreasing it on purpose. Yeah, Yo.
1: don't you love that? She had to call me. Is
2: that like, poetic justice? That's what? what That's me. karma.
0: That's karma. <laughs> That's fucking karma. That's karma. Holy shit. I had to call me. Like, I oh. I knew this story, but I didn't know the whole. Yeah. That's it. no, story. It. I didn't want to fuck it up. Yeah, yeah, she was like, oh, I heard you, God.
2: You know, you worked there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just, you know. Because when I left, she was red
1: hot. Mm-hmm. It did not end on a good note, and that was her problem. Mm-hmm.
2: But it's funny how it comes back
1: around in two years. And it's like the double whammy, because it's like, you're black and you're a woman. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if she was a man, it might have been different. Yeah. Maybe. No. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. Um.
0: Nat <laughs> <laughs> likes that kind of petty.
1: Uh, yeah, I do. See, she <laughs> she loves that like, shit. When we had our contract
2: <laughs> this year, she thought she probably thought I was going to like kick them out. Mm-hmm. But what I did, she was like, I was going to meet with just the consultant mm-hmm. an hour before. Oh, so was going to come on the call, too. Oh, she real scared. So she came on. I was like, this is what we're doing for next year. Da, 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 da. Oh, okay. Well, how are you doing? Yeah, don't. You can't game me. I worked here. I know how it goes. And this is what I want. And you're not going to ask me to give you any more. You're lucky I'm giving you that. Mm-hmm. But next year, you going. <laughs>
0: Bye. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly 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 allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. Yeah. We, don't oh, know. we don't know i mean we don't know entertainment purposes for we inter- yes, 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 we, we, know we're not putting so,
1: out kidding. aside from that. all of that <laughs> all of those accomplishments you wrote a book i did yes hold on <laughs> let me do a horn for this so this book is called bougie burton me, yes, Bougie Bird and me, and um, yeah, talk about it. What was the inspiration? It's based on your life, kind of. You altered some details, yeah. Okay,
2: so I never pictured I would be an author, let's be very clear. Um, I definitely was a math teacher, um, up <laughs> to sixth grade to be specific. And um, my dad last year was diagnosed with leukemia, and in that process, definitely. Like You start to reflect on a lot of things, and he would just talk about wanting a dog, and I was just like, all right, well, when Kwanzaa came up, because that's what we celebrate, um, I was like, (laughs) I want to get him a gift, and I want to get him a dog, but during the pandemic, it was very hard to find dogs. I don't know if anybody know this, because I think everybody was trying to get dogs or keep them because they were lonely in the house, and so my dad was trying, and I was trying, and then I found this shelter- this lady in Connecticut, and she said, I have the perfect doll for you, but we have to bring him up from Georgia. So I was like, all right, well, Georgia, whatever you got to do. And I put my cousin up to it. I said, okay, you got to, I didn't want to tell my dad, I wanted it to be a surprise. So I'm like, okay, you have to say you have to go like get a Christmas tree or something. I don't know. um, To get him out there to go with you. And so they went out there and... Literally, my dad was just, like, so ecstatic. Like, he had no idea that he got this dog. And so, it was just, like, great. I couldn't be there for various reasons, but I got it all in video. And um, so, he got the dog. Everything was – well, I wouldn't say everything was well because he fell day one of having the daggone dog because Bert is very um, excited. Mm. And he follows you. Like, once he knows you're his owner – He's He's underneath you, whatever. And my dad literally fell, but he was okay. He wouldn't tell me. So, um, but my dad would tell me different stories about Bert. And I'm just like, but he's a dog. Because I've never had a dog. My dad had a dog when I was a baby, but I never grew up with a dog. Mm-hmm. And so this year, earlier this year, when my dad would go to the hospital... I would have to have Bert, And so, like, he literally had to show me how to walk this dog because I didn't know what I was doing. I got a little pooper scooper because I am not touching that. <laughs> and um, I began to see, like, something wrong with this dog. Mm-hmm. Like, he is definitely different. Mm-hmm. And some things would be, like, he would bring his food in his mouth and bring it in front of the TV just to eat. He would – one day I got the wrong food. And I didn't know I got the wrong food, but I knew he didn't eat in two days. He was just walking past the food like, mm. <laughs> And come to find out, it was chicken because he eats lamb. Okay? Bougie. Bougie. So I was like, my dad was like, he's going to eat. I was like, he's, he's not eating. I had to take the food back. Like, it was insane. Um, and so, like, if it rains, snows, anything, he would go outside and just look for the grass. Because he's like, he don't want to touch anything. He would just run back inside. It was just like, this dog is nuts. And so one day, I literally just like, I was like, I want to write a book. Mm-hmm. And so wrote down a little draft. And found an editor, which I realized the editing process was probably the hardest process. For really? Me because when you spend time, even if it's a day or a few hours or it's your idea, editors, their job is to to make it for that focus group. They, they have a niche, right? They know what they're writing for. And I was like mad that my words were changed. And you can't be attached to that. You have to make sure your vision is the same, the goal is the same, and they're trying to enhance your story. Okay. So for me it was just like, what is this? Is editing? But that's what I realized it was. And for the Mm -hmm. better, because she tied in like, like I could still call it bougie bird in me, but I never explained what bougie was in my draft. So little things like that, it made sense. Um, and so wrote the book. Um, my dad unfortunately passed away And so now Bert is my dog mm. Crazy He's probably going crazy right now looking for me mm. But um, he, it's, it's like a little part of me And just finished the book in September But my dad passed away in July Kind of bittersweet But it's like a little part that I always have yeah. and, and I never thought I would have a dog If anybody knows me knows I have OCD And they're like you with a dog are you crazy Yeah but that's like a piece of your dad Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh my god as good as it gets The movie with Jack Nicholson
1: Never seen it. No. God damn <laughs> Sorry. you so excited. excited. Uh, no, no, no. Because
0: no, no, so I just thought about it. As good as it gets, Jack looks again. he had OCD. He was crazy as fuck.
2: Uh-huh. That sounds a little Hands up with familiar. a dog. uh
0: uh-huh. and He's out. His OCD not, goes out the not, window? You're not that fucking insane. Slowly starts going yeah. out. But you weren't that insane.
2: Like, some like, some might yeah. disagree with
0: you. <laughs> no, like he would go on. Like when he would get in the house, he would like turn the locks like a certain amount mm-hmm. of times. Oh, house.
1: he was really OCD. Like, yeah. Sh-
0: yeah, like that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Not like yeah. that crazy. So then, all right. So three characters in the book are.
1: Oh, so okay.
2: So when I wrote the book, I wrote it a little bit differently because I wanted to, kids to be able to connect mm-hmm. to it. So. The girl in the book is myself, but I made her have leukemia. The first opening scene is her at the doctor's office. I feel like this book can be used to have that difficult conversation, even if it's the kid going through Mm -hmm. cancer or leukemia, someone in the family. Just having that dialogue with kids, Mm -hmm. because otherwise, I don't know how people have these conversations. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other um, character is my dad. He was an army vet. Also, a little reason why he has leukemia, but we're not gonna talk about that. Um, and then Bert, of course. And so I just kind of flipped the character, so Jasmine has leukemia, and the dad gets Burt for her. Mm-hmm. Um, it ends with like Bert being exactly what they needed, and things like that. I definitely plan on doing a part two, mm-hmm. and probably we'll talk about like death because why not? It's it's really a part of life. I know I've dealt with my first experience of death when I was eight. My dad's grandma, mm-hmm. my dad's mother died, mm-hmm. and so it's like I don't. I don't remember a conversation. I remember being in the first row at the funeral in front of the casket Mm -hmm. and like, okay, I guess this is what death is. And there was never that dialogue about anything. And so just trying to use books as a way to have conversation, like black hair was also a big part of my book. Mm -hmm. Jasmine goes through three different hairstyles and the Mm -hmm. black community hair is a big thing. Mm -hmm. My hair ain't right. I don't feel right. Mm -hmm. And even in the editing process, she had Jasmine in the bed and I was like, where's her scarf? she black like she go to sleep with a scarf on so do that make it as real as possible yeah so
1: so this book would you say was like therapeutic for you to write in a way yeah to process everything yeah because i wanted to ask like you know i always get deep (laughs) so i wanted to ask like how did you process everything like with your dad like finding out he had cancer and everything Mm -hmm. like what was that process for you i guess to grieve or cope with it Mm -hmm. were you just like no mm -hmm. therapy that's what people need, mm-hmm.
2: but I mean, every day I feel like I didn't, I didn't really cope with it probably until like last month. Okay, I'm a very busy person. As you, you've only seen a snippet, mm-hmm. but I stay active so I don't have to deal with things. But you know, after a while, you are going to have some moments of silence and and be reminded and have some reality and just knowing that it's like you have to cherish the times that you did have because mm-hmm. the last page of the book. I put a picture. We were able to do Anthony took some pictures with me and my dad on Father's oh, yes. Day and put, you know, the photo in the book. Mm-hmm. And so little things like that is like you just have to cherish the moments that you have. Yeah. But cut people off when it don't work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that. circle, back.
1: So circle back. <laughs> Alright. So I want to get into the last topic.
0: Okay. Are we ready?
1: No. So this was the one we've been waiting for. I don't remember. It's about, okay, yes. Okay. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, so God. This is, about this is the, this is the okay. Natalie and Jasmine
0: conversation oh, here. Hold oh, on, get comfy. Or, you know what? I'm going to start wife. some shit. I'm going to start what? some shit for that? the fellas out there. This is just women in general. Mm-mm.
1: Here we go. <laughs> here we fucking go. Let me get comfy for this. I love
0: this. They both do they nah, that's same. Same time Put the come down same time. I'm comfy. Because, no, let's be real. As men, we be more- I'm, as men, right? We've all dated women, beautiful women. They all great.
1: Goal-driven, ambitious women.
0: But these women are never happy, are never satisfied.
2: I wouldn't say happy.
0: It's never enough for them.
1: Why <laughs> silence? Wait,
0: wait. Why the you silence? Mm. <laughs> Why wow. the silence all of a sudden? All right. Well, you
1: know what? I was gonna start going into being insatiable in relationships, but let's hold that. All right. Let's pause that. Let's put a button. I know we put not there. In. Yeah, we
2: talking about life. Right. We talking about life in general. Why are you always bringing it back to that?
0: Right. <laughs> Oh, That's not everybody's I'm goal. Just, I, I, just had to, I just had to inject a little bit of no, that, we're gonna was for get the, there. that was for the that was for the that was for the, the clickbait.
1: Okay, so for people who don't know what, because a lot of people don't even know what insatiable means, I didn't you know what you mean. It me, we were so talking. about like, huh? just never being satisfied. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. So if we're talking. We're about, always wanting more. I like it in a positive more. light. Yes, right. That's better. Always wanting. Always more. wanting more. So I was actually listening to a podcast. They were talking about this. This is called um, Oprah calls it destination addiction. So like mm. always focused on where like you're going. What's next? What's next? What's next? And always being addicted to that it's where like you're not ready. you're you're not taking time to just enjoy the present accomplishments. And it's not that I don't enjoy the present accomplishments. It's just like mm. I'm sure not okay is. with mediocrity. I know my potential and I know I have the ability to do so much more in a lot of aspects of my life. So for me it's just like all right, I did this cool. I'm grateful. This was amazing. I worked hard. What's next? There's nothing wrong with that. It gives me it gives me something to like work towards, something to look forward to. Um, Like when I finished school and I finally got my job, I felt completely like, what the fuck now? What am I doing now? Once you get your career, it's like, fuck, I worked my whole life for this. I'm here. Now what? I don't think I was being fully fulfilled spiritually or emotionally. You thought it would fill some void. Yeah. It and it didn't. You know what really fills the void? Doing this podcast. Like that sounds corny. But no, like, this that is my sound baby. Corny. That's your passion. This is my passion, and there's yeah. always room to grow here. So I'm always like, oh, next week we could try this. Next yeah. week. We-. So there's always like, I need change. I need movement. I need activity. I need yes, I need it. I need it. So for me. I don't know, it drives me. Like I can't be stagnant. See, this is why I don't understand I why stuck. you're
0: not more like me then. What do you mean? I thrive in chaos and like like not being organized that's and just it. like no, um, I'm yeah. like, driving that We're not shit. About the same that, thing. no, it's perfect for you then. Like,
1: wow. We not talking about because no, you're
0: no, so organized. No, no, chaos. because yeah, because
1: she, she overschedule. But that's what I'm saying. Yes. but
0: that's why it's organized like
1: organized chaos.
0: Yes, yeah, but that's like you, you, you think too much about it. I don't think. I just fucking do it, and it just comes out amazing all the time. Just let, just go with the flow with the shit. So that's what I'm saying. No, I'm
1: sorry. Yes, I can't. I- all right, I'm the of person. If I go with the flow. I may not really do much. Like, I need okay. deadlines. I need a schedule. Or I need structure. I need structure I in order that to do shit. it. So,
2: I, I hear both points.
0: <laughs> Mine is just a counter. No,
2: no. Yeah, that's fine. That's my point. I hear both points. So, being 36, I have been insatiable and always wanting more. And mm-hmm. now I'm here mm-hmm. wherever here is mm-hmm. i'm like that's not really what i wanted mm. right or that's great but mm-hmm. that I didn't fill that void that right. i thought it would oh you're a doctor that's great everybody's like oh my god i'm like so so what right i don't i don't look at school as like it's like it's a thing it's like yeah for my profession i guess i need it but i don't think i'm any smarter than anybody else i think i'm determined mm-hmm. i think i can persevere but that doesn't make me necessarily like the smartest person so but I also have tried to embrace going with the flow more because you get to enjoy those moments so far like me going to Vegas two weeks before and be like I'm going to this concert I don't care I'm going and I'm such out over plan do so many things and sometimes you just gotta just do it oh you want me to do this because usually if it's not on my schedule I'm not doing anything right But now it's like, oh, I can do that. Why not? You may get some joy out of that. So I understand both sides, is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And I have gotten better. But it took me 36 years to get
1: there. I have gotten better at being a little more spontaneous. Adding things on a weekday that are probably normally. I gotta wake up at 5 a.m. Uh-huh. Um but oh yeah. Keep talking. (laughs) I'm sorry! I forgot my point. No, but being insatiable. But I do wanna, um, I do wanna talk about being insatiable in terms of in a relationship, mm. because
2: I think it's intimidating for men.
1: Ooh, talk about it. Talk about it.
2: <laughs> yeah, talk I, about I think it. so. I think, like you said, they're never happy, so it doesn't matter what you're gonna do. That's their perception. Mm. A person I'm not intimidated not always, by that though. Not you. <laughs> Maybe others. Yeah, cause all right, cause my it, yeah. Mm.
0: Because to me, it's more of like an annoyance. Not it's just, it's, 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 it's not like a... It's, yeah, so I'll saying it's not an intimidation thing. It's more like an annoyance. It's like, yo, like, fuck. Like, it's never enough. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: cool, you want to strive for more and achieve more. I just really don't like when people set goals themselves, achieve it, and are... Disappointed or mad, and like there's like depressed about it. Yeah, like when like you're that. mad
1: that it didn't happen in the timeline that you wanted hate, it to like, happen. Like that's what I'm really like, I'm glad I'm graduating school, but damn, I'm 30. I should have done this when I was 22 yeah. or 23. And it's like, but well, you're doing it. Yeah, yeah shut the fuck so, up. So like, if it's you done. set a goal yeah. for
0: yourself, you achieve it. Then you set another goal. All right, you know what? Fine. That's that's cool. Like yeah. that's good. That's that's not that's not what I mean where i just feel like is when people are you set a goal you achieve it and then it's like ugh, uh, whatever and it's like it's like yeah, okay. you didn't achieve anything suc- yeah. you know you didn't get anything out of it and it's like what the fuck well you're never gonna be satisfied you're just gonna mm-hmm. keep searching for something your whole life mm-hmm. no matter what you do it's never gonna be enough
1: okay so for so, you i hear that it's annoying right mm-hmm. but for other men it is intimidating yeah because, maybe not you, really? and it's probably hard for you to, like... I'm, no, I want to hear But wh- my why. experience with certain guys that I've dated has been that because they're so happy not striving for more. Like, I remember one day oh, I was okay. dating somebody, and I was looking at... I was on Trulia. And I was like, yo, I'm, I'm going to, like, save money, and I'm going to buy this house, and it's going to be really nice. And he was like... <laughs> oh that's too out of your price range. Uh, you're never gonna be able to afford uh, that like why can't you just be happy with wow. what you with your apartment now like and yeah, I used I to growth. even talk about like mental growth like I wanna go to therapy just so I could be was- better become a better person become more self aware and yeah. he was like oh like all that psycho mumbo jumbo that's bullshit like why do you need to change and evolve fuck evolution like just be you just be yourself and I'm like what the fuck are you I'll talking be, about it was like, it I told you you
0: should've found a guy in college Not that, long. that. I
1: you, trust me, that long. but for me it was just kinda like I dated. Like, even my first boyfriend, when I was starting to make more money, he was intimidated by that because it was like, he, did, he couldn't, like, control me in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like, it was easier for him to, like, give me money or pay for certain things so that he could dictate to me, like, what mm-hmm. I could and couldn't do. And it was just, like, there are men who are intimidated when you are striving for more, when you do have goals, when you want to go back to school, when you want that higher-paying position. Because they're not doing shit. They're
2: going to, they're scared you're going to put that expectation on them. Exact.
1: Oh, girl.
2: Like, God forbid. Oh no.
1: yeah. You start doing better, you going expect more from me. Yes, like yeah, I am. And they don't want that. <laughs> they, they don't like, want to do that work. They don't want to do the work. I'm good over here, so maybe it's not that way well, for yeah, you. God. I'm not that type of person. It's I'm not like, that. You. I'm not that
0: person at all. It's not you. It's not you. But it's
1: there a are lot men who are definitely intimidated by that, and it's just like, damn. <laughs> but then they're just not for you because exactly. you can't be with no bum ass.
2: And maybe their bum and your bum is two different
1: things, right? Right. And that's okay. That's okay.
2: So then they're doing it. Maybe they're the best one to do it in their family. Mm-hmm. It's still not enough for you I just don't or believe me. in settling
1: for less in no. any aspect of my no. life. If I me ever either. feel like I'm settling for less, I'm just not going to do it. Nope. And that's All it. or nothing. All or
2: nothing. Period.
1: I have to snap. I, need I love that the shit. The motherfucking, goddamn
0: jazz and fucking more candles <laughs> yes! in the bed, like darker and nicer. <laughs> snap Not session for real. Man, All or nothing. Spoken word coming out. All like, or
1: nothing. <laughs>
0: spoken word. Shut <laughs> the fuck what's up. Here. You're annoying.
1: <laughs> With my dashiki on. <laughs> um, well, how are we feeling after that episode? Are we good? That was
0: great. I have fun. See, I told you Jazz would be great.
1: Jazz is awesome. Jazz, you got to come back so we can really talk some I more will. shit. I'm for I real. i going to make sure I don't have a class before.
0: Nah, for real. That yeah. was
1: ridiculous. She was like three-hour class.
2: I'm oh, still awake. Also,
0: <laughs> do we playing this the day of the book release that
2: was in September. September. Oh, wow. I had it in so my we... calendar as podcast. I said, I don't know what this is for.
0: She like, podcast. I
1: didn't put, I didn't put in nothing else. Nothing else. A podcast. We were
0: sitting at the bar drinking and talking. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, Yo, you're coming on the podcast. I don't give a fuck what yeah. you say. And I was like, Yeah, Yo, you're coming on. Wait,
1: mm-hmm. did you have reservations? Were you nervous, or were you like, I'm just gonna do it? Okay, good, good. Yeah. I said, I don't know what I'm
2: doing, but I'm gonna do it. Yeah, you just want like. yeah. to be
1: yourself. Yeah, be yourself.
0: One small topic I wanted to yeah, talk yeah, about, and Jazz good person to talk about this and the reason why I want to talk about this is because like when I um did the photo shoot for Jazz's her and her dad mm-hmm. and I did the photo shoot for the book mm-hmm. I was like yo don't worry about it like you know what I mean like you don't gotta give me nothing for this I'm doing it like because off the love. like you mm-hmm. know what I mean
2: nothing.
0: she's like no <laughs> nothing she's like no you don't want to work at your job no more right yeah and it's like, here. And she she gave me money for it. I'm like, you don't got to give me nothing for this. Like, I'm doing it for you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't... And it's like, nah. So the, the topic basically was like, yo, when like, even when your friends are doing something, you see your friends working mm-hmm. hard to try to achieve something, yeah. supporting them in that way. It's mm-hmm. just like, you know what? Not They've expecting a for... discount. Mm-hmm. Just support them. How it is? Like, yeah, she was just like, nah, fuck that shit." I was
2: like, "I'm selling you money. I don't care." She <laughs> she gonna like, nah. this in, "Under your pillow in a minute. Yeah, it. Take not it for real. Like, yeah, I, I, If someone's I'm doing okay. a service, whether your friends are not, like, you pay them for it. Like my friends, we had. Um, I have a few friends in education. They brought like, <laughs> oh, I bought like twenty books because I'm gonna buy it from my kindergarten class. Aww. Okay, thanks, appreciate it because the love it you know, you just give it back. Yeah. But everybody has a goal. Nobody wants to do nothing for
1: free. That's true. We
2: all got Correct. goals. Yeah.
1: Thank you for joining us. No, well, thanks
2: for having me. I don't yeah. know what this is going to look like, though. No, it's going
1: to look
0: great. It's may have to like come good.
2: back out of Instagram retirement. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to look good.
0: Because we can't tag your business
2: you page. What? You tag me, not collaborate. <laughs>
0: yeah, <what>? All right. <laughs> tag me, not collaborate? Oh, God.
1: You got to be specific. That thing oh, just public. Oh my God. Okay? I'm, cla- I'm All right, guys. Like always, like, I share, comment, it. subscribe, and we'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>